Hello guys and girls and welcome back to another episode of Becoming the Trader podcast. Really, really excited to have our next guest on, which is a student of Falcon, Courtney. Courtney, honestly, I've been really excited to bring you on this podcast for a while. I know you've got lots to share and a lot of breakthroughs that you've had. So excited for the community and just the trading space as a whole to actually listen to this and take note because it's not even just about the Falcon community as a strategy as a whole, whatever strategy you're trading, there's always little things that you can pick up and I'm confident you're going to pick up some today. Courtney, pleasure. How's everything going your end? I'm great. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for having me on the pod- podcast. Exciting to, uh, to talk through it, really. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to get into it and uh, let them know more about your journey, what you've kind of gone through. And I think that'll be a good place to sort of start. You know, you've been training for a while. How about you start off? Give us, give us uh, the listeners a bit of a background into your your kind of trading journey when you started and how it kind of progressed in towards, you know, leading up to Falcon, for example. Sure. I'll take you back a bit. So I've always had um, an interest in investing. I think that comes from my uncle. He was a financial advisor. Mm-hmm. And then he went into property. So from an early age, I wanted to be a financial advisor with the view to become a property investor. So I started off becoming a mortgage advisor at the worst time possible in 2008. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I think everyone knew what happened then. Um, but I was pretty good at it, but it was just, it was a very, very tough time in the finance world. My first trading experience was actually in 2012. I did a three-day course, much like yourself. I know you said you did a, you did a course back mm-hmm. in the day and spent, spent quite a bit of money on that. I think it was uh, £750, if I rem- remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it, but I just didn't pursue trading at the time. Uh, I just felt like I had a few limiting beliefs that I didn't have enough money or time to, to kind of pursue it fully. But um, fast forward to 2017, I started learning more and more about investing in general, financial literacy, uh, the history of money, and then trading came back onto my uh, radar. And I started self-educating myself, reading books, uh, doing a few low-cost online courses, um, and I was really enjoying it. And then I decided to take it to the next level and look for a mentor, someone who could actually teach me how to do it and they were successful in it themselves and I was very very fortunate to come across Falcon as my first community so I uh, I skipped all the you know the dodgy courses and ending up in the wrong places uh, Falcon was the first place I landed oh uh, awesome so yeah. so so, so essentially, you know, you, you've, you, you've stepped into the world, you didn't really want to pursue it then, you know, you've had your journey up until then. And that, that's actually awesome to hear that, you know, Falcon was really your first sort of community, if you like, where you could thought like, I want to be mentored now, I want to be taught, I really want to put the work in. What, what was your sort of first experience then when you came into Falcon? How did you feel? So I started watching the webinars, I joined in April 2018, mm-hmm. started watching the webinars and the content at that time. The platform wasn't as developed as it is now, but even then, just the webinars was fantastic knowledge in itself. Uh, and then after, after a couple of months of studying, I realized I'd learned a heck of a lot. Everything started to look a lot more clearer in the markets. I had a deeper understanding. And the big turning point for me was when I went to my first ever meetup in Manchester. I remember. I remember meeting you there. Yeah, that was a great day, 2000, July 2018. 
I booked the day off work, uh, travelled to Manchester. I think it was, if I'm correct, I think it was the second Falcon meetup um, after the one in March. Yes. And that was the big turning point when I met yourself in person and when I met other Falcon members, the energy was, it was just real. And I think that proved to me that I was very fortunate to have stumbled into something very special. Um, and that was the turning point. That's when I kind of just went all in, kind of put all my chips into the middle of the table and said, this is where I need to be. See, see, it's interesting that you say that because so many people that I've spoken to as well, they feel exactly the same way when they've gone to things like meetups and they, they hear other people's stories in the community. I've met a lot of people in person as well, a lot of over hundreds of people now within the community. And, and I always get that same, you know, the energy, you can feel it, right? That real energy where these people, they're not just kind of flirting with the idea of wanting to make this happen. They really want to make it happen. And what that does for you, you know, as a student, that pushes you because it makes you think, well, I'm in the right place because sometimes a lot of the uncertainty comes from feeling like maybe that you don't have the right guidance or you're not in the right place. And what I tend to see just from an outside perspective, when people come into the community, I realize maybe what they've had previously, they haven't had that guidance. And it's almost like a breath of fresh air when they come into Falcon and realize, wow, it's laid out for me. I've got all of the support here, all the tools to be successful. Now it's all on me. And that's a good place to be in your mind because when you know it's all on you and you can just take full responsibility, the winners and the ones that go and become successful, like many people in the community, will go and do that. The people that don't do that will then tend to blame things. They blame others, they blame strategies, blame Falcon strategy, they could blame other strategies, and they kind of get into this mindset of the, the system hoppers, if you like. They tend to get into that mindset where they, they don't ever want to take full responsibility. And deception wouldn't be deception if it was obvious, right? So sometimes we have to realize that sometimes we can't even see it, that we're we're standing in our own way. We don't realize it's us that's holding us back and we're too busy pointing the finger that we don't realize, wow, hold on a minute. If I looked internally and realized, is it me? They don't sit back and take a, take a self-reflection and think, is it me that's the issue? Maybe what do I need to work on to be successful? Is it something I need to change about myself? For your perspective, Courtney, how have you found it? Because I know you've been very open-minded. You're, you're the type of person that takes full responsibility. Has fitness played a part in your sort of role of understanding things like, look, you've got to do repetition. You've got to go through it in the hard times. Would you say fitness has played a, a part in your sort of longer-term thinking, if you like? Yeah, great question. Fitness and sports. Uh, in school, I think sports was the thing that I excelled at naturally. Mm -hmm. And I could do it quite easily. But even when competing at a higher level, whether through school or university, you had to put the work in. Otherwise, you either got dropped for the team or you just got beat. Mm. And, and that's, that's just the way it is. So I, I find that the mindset that you have to have to play sport at a high level is transferable to anything that you do in a competitive manner. Mm -hmm. So I like to look at sports people like Lewis Hamilton, Michael Schumacher, Serena Williams, these people who are right at the top of their game. And I think to myself, how do they think about their craft? How do they think about becoming the best that they can possibly be? Mm -hmm. And there is just no room for a weak mindset. There's no room for, I don't feel like it today. There's, there's, there's no room for, oh, I made a mistake and I'm not getting this. They just try harder. Mm. They laugh harder. And I just find that 
if you apply that in training, which is competitive by the way, it's one big massive global chessboard, it's the way I like to see it. You have to approach it in that same manner. If you want to be the best version of yourself, whether that be the best trainer, best husband, best wife, whatever it is, you just have to put the work in. And when you don't feel like it, your emotions will get the better of you and you can't let that happen. That's when your discipline kicks in. Yeah, I, I love that. And it's that, it's that mindset, isn't it? Of just, you know, all in, I've got to make it happen. There's, there is no room, like you say, there's no room for a weak mindset. There's no room for, oh, I've had a struggling week or I'm just not getting it. There's no room for that. Successful traders do not become successful that way. Successful entrepreneurs don't become successful that way. Successful sports people do not become successful by constantly telling themselves how much they're struggling all the time. Look, we, you know if you're struggling. You don't need to repeat it to yourself every five seconds or every single week. Or I've had a bit of a bad week. It's a weak mindset. And to be successful in any industry whatsoever, that's not going to serve you. And I think the important part of touching on that, what you said that I think is brilliant because I think anybody struggling right now in any industry whatsoever, wherever you're listening, I think that's the best thing you could take on board is that there is no room for a weak mindset if you really want to progress as a person and as a trader or in any industry whatsoever and just leading on to things like breakthroughs right because we tend to have a lot of breakthroughs through our journey everybody's different what would you say is any is there any specific sort of breakthroughs that you've gone through whether that's you know, building a trading plan for example a lot of people rush trading plans or they rush their asr is there any breakthroughs that you've done that you would say that would be helpful to the falcon community first things first is i never ever put a goal on when i needed to achieve something Nice. I never put a goal on when I needed to do a trading plan or when I needed to become consistent or get X amount of percent each month. I just naturally let the process flow. So that's the first thing. Um, and I, did, I just took it in stages. So at first I didn't know so much about trading. I was very new to it as a whole. So I learned the strategy. That was studying content over and over and over again. Networking, reading, accessing. You can't build a trading plan if you don't even understand what you're trading yet. So I understood that and the first thing I did was understand, understand how to trade the Falcon way first before you even think about making a trading plan. So that was kind of my first milestone. Then once I realised I built a trading personality, I realised how I like to trade what kind of patterns I perceive more easily than others, learning to trust myself. That's when I decided, right, okay. And I also had the data from that testing to build a trading plan then, version one, of course. And um, once I had the trading plan, it was like, great, that's another milestone. Let's trade this trading plan in a disciplined way mm -hmm. and tweak it. Uh, understanding that that wasn't the finished it was just the beginning uh, of the next stage in my uh, in my trading journey. So keeping tight records, doing ASR, learning more about more about myself at this stage, because I can I can I've learnt enough in in terms of a foundation of technicals to understand market direction. That can always be improved, knowing that you can get better and better. But at this stage, I realised I had to learn more about myself to fill the gap, to fill that performance gap. 
See, see, I love that you, you've essentially, you know, you've gone into it with the mindset that, look, I'm not going to set any goals, any particular deadline goals, if you like, because we all have goals, right? But you're not going to set a deadline. You're not going to put the pressure on how much money you need to make, how much percentage you need to make when you're going to have your trading plan. It's more about, well, let's follow the processes. And as a side effect, I'll achieve that anyway, because the universe doesn't understand that, you know, Courtney set a deadline that a trading plan has to be finished by that date. Because if you don't have the knowledge required yet and you haven't progressed for what you need to progress, you're just forcing a plan for the sake because you set this random date to do it. So I think it's about taking a step back like you've done and really saying, well, do you know what? I'm comfortable with, with the journey. I've, I've got hunger to be a better version of myself, 1% tweak each time, but I'm not going to force it. That's the most, most important thing. I'm not going to force it and I'm going to enjoy the journey all the way through. That'd be fair to say. Exactly that. It's exactly that. It's, it's knowing that the process will take care of itself as long as you are taking ownership and doing the right things day in, day out, relentlessly, trusting that the rest will happen, which comes back to the to having a strong mindset. One day, if you don't feel like it, you can't just say, oh, okay, I'm not going to do it today. Then you will get frustrated and, and you will kind of start putting deadlines on there. Um, not realising that it's just chipping away every single day, doing the same thing over and over again for it to become a subconscious exercise. And before you know it, you're making these, you're making leaps forward that don't necessarily show any percentage uh, and results, but you can just feel that you're understanding more about the markets, that you're understanding more about yourself. It's just planting those good seeds, right? Planting those good seeds and understanding, you know, the quality of your processes is usually determined by a quality outcome. So if you have quality processes, the outcome doesn't matter. It would take care of itself. But if you don't have quality processes, then you could almost guarantee the outcome is going to be terrible. So focus on your processes more and the outcome will just be a side effect of having a good, good processes. And I don't think people focus on that enough. They're too busy focusing on the outcome. They're focusing on, yeah, but I want to learn how I can, you know, bank that big percentage, or I want to learn this, this, and this. But they haven't even got their processes down, i.e. backtesting, journaling, ASR. They've got no process whatsoever, right? So if you focus on that, naturally, you'll progress as a side effect. And I, I love the sort of attitude that you've taken from day one. You know, I've met you in person multiple times now, and you've always inspired the community to have that kind of, bulletproof focus look stop you know worrying all the time that it hasn't happened for you yet enjoy the fact that you're on the journey what's the alternative you don't succeed or you you know try something else or let's say for example you take the same mindset that you've got now of not pushing through into something else well then you're just going to use that failure mindset somewhere else in business or something else so you may as well take it upon yourself to say i'm on the path the rewards on the other side second to none you know it's uncomparable what you can achieve in the forex market once you've really put the work in so why would i want to give up when i'm just going to take that same mindset system hopping mindset somewhere else and then fail there so you may as well keep pushing through and enjoy it and when you learn to just be content with that where you feel do you know what i'm in the right place i'm just going to keep putting the work in. i'm not going to overthink this the whole way and i'm going to be dedicated to making that one percent tweak tweak after tweak after tweak and it's going to happen for me but i'm not going to set a deadline when right Exactly. I mean, I'm working on it six, seven days a week, but it doesn't feel like work just because I love the process. 
yeah, you just love it, right? It doesn't feel like oh, I'm working on it all the time. Even the word work, right? We sometimes we, we use that word like, oh, I've got a lot of work to do. And it almost feels like a job, if you like, where what I tend to use words like project is just a project that I'm working on. This is a project. This is an idea. This is this. And I'm so particular with that. And I have been for years and years. It's, it's always, always served me. You, you know myself, I'm huge on language and things like that. Because you can usually tell by talking to someone for literally a couple of minutes where their mindset's at just by the language that they use. And you owe it to yourself to be working on that language and realize, okay, so how do I talk to myself? What's my inner dialogue? That's usually a reflection of your, your success anyway, just how you talk Correct. to yourself. Right. Well, what, this, what wisdom would you give to people who are early in their trading journey? Because what people need to understand is it took you 10 years of struggle. Now that struggle, you know, one year, one and a half years, two years, that's, that's you know, you are just starting. So you, you took 36 losses in a row and at the end of the day, you still persevered. So yep. what <laughs> Firstly, thanks for reminding me, Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, but it's a good point. And I would say for people early on in their journey, you know, the, the most important thing I would say is that firstly, we have to define struggle, right? And this is the most important thing because struggle is subjective. Someone could think that struggling is two months, right? They could think two months is a struggle. And then someone else could be in this for two years and then not think they're struggling because they understand that it's the long game and you have to understand that struggling and what you're doing right now is going to be different at each stage. See, I started learning in at 18, right? 18 years old when I took that first course, the manual that I showed at the conference. So 18 years old, it was 10 years ago when I started learning. It took me four, four and a half years to, to break through, to have anything to show for it and to actually progress. Right? So it's a long, long time. And at each stage in my journey, it was different because when I was 18, you don't think about the long game. All you think about is getting rich. When you're 19, 20, 21, you're going to think exactly the same way. But if you're a little bit older, maybe you're someone who has kids, for example, then your reason for trading might be different because you're not going to be thinking about getting rich because you've probably seen a lot and you've realized you've worked hard. You might have another business, for example, and your reason for trading might just be to spend more time with your kids and things. So then you're not tend to focus, you not tend to be so focused on, I want to make this amount of money. I want the Lambo. I want this and that. You're just focusing on, you know, creating it as, as a, a reality for yourself to be able to trade that capital and have another bigger income, right? So it's about understanding, I would say, for the, for the younger people starting off with trading, to the answer to your question is really figure out that along your journey, your why for trading might change. As you get older, your why for trading will change. But I can assure you, if I was to tell myself something back then when I was 18, is stop focusing on trying to make it happen in seven days or one year and setting those deadlines and more so focus on the fact that process is what we go back to because everybody's trading journey is different. And I've realized that as you evolve with the market, right, you're evolving as a person. So as the market is evolving, you evolve anyway. And you've just got to be prepared that, you know, at the beginning, you're probably doing it for money, just like everybody. And there's nothing wrong with that because there's a lot of money to be made. But at the end side of that, as you grow and become a, you know, a more advanced person, you become more centered. Those materialistic things that you might want might not be as important to you anymore. And that's fine. And being accepted of that, because I spoke to someone recently about that, who's doing really well in the community. And they said, do you know what, Mark, I don't really have this desire to actually buy anything. And I can two years ago, I couldn't afford that stuff that I wanted, you know, materialistic things. And now I'm in a position to buy it. I don't actually want it. 
And I, I know what that feels like, so I can resonate with that. You know, that was a, and I, and I really know what that feels like. And I think that's something important to understand, guys and girls, that when you're trading, your why will change. So I would say that would be the most important thing for me to just figure out your why and just be ready to evolve with it. Yeah, that's that's really good advice. It is the why, and the, the why has to be, it has to go from maybe being, okay, I want to make money, I want to make money, I want to earn a good living. It has to be something quite emotional, I find, and those are the people who will just keep on going and break down, you know, brick walls to just get what it is they want. Yeah, um, they're, they're willing to do whatever it takes. Yeah, correct. So what is it about trading that pulled you in and why do you still love it so much? Uh, well, I would say I'd, I'd be lying if I was to say it pulled me in because, you know, I wanted to be a trader. I, I, I got pulled in because I wanted to make money. You know, I was sick of my job. I got made redundant. I wanted something extra, right? Just like we all do. Almost at that point, I felt like, oh, it's a good escape. And that was the thing that lured me out. I thought, well, wow. Once I got into it more and more, I started to actually enjoy the processes of the charts. You kind of develop a passion for the charts, right? You don't, you don't realize it at the beginning because you think, oh, I'm just doing it. I want to learn this Forex. Or I want to learn stocks. But when you're actually in it and you start to develop a passion for actually the chart work, charting, and you look forward to the process, you look forward to the timing of the market, the end of the day close, like creating your watch list. It's almost like clean, neat, tidy processes. It's just like you enjoy it, you do it, you enjoy it. And it rained me in firstly for money, then it was processes. And then of course the big one, which is freedom, right? Everybody wants the freedom. And I was always somebody who I just wanted to live life on my own terms. As cliche as it sounds, it didn't mean that I want to trade from anywhere in the world on the beach and all that kind of stuff. You know, that's good. And I've got the ability to do that, but it was more so I just wanted to, to be on my own time and not be told, you know, when you can go to the toilet, when you can have lunch, when you can go on holiday, I just wanted it on my own terms. And I would say what's really pushed me through all those times of why I still love it now. I mean, as you could probably tell, I'm more passionate now than ever. And that just continues to evolve because the market's always evolving. And I'm one of those people where I love learning. I, I just, I'm obsessed with learning, learning new things. At the moment, I'm learning something about how to read faster, right? It's about speed learning, speed reading and things like that. Yeah, you know, I, I never stop progressing in other areas. I, I don't always share them, but I'm always doing something that is progressing me as a person. And what I found with trading is what's kept me going and pushed me through. It's not just the monetary side of things, but it's being able to share this, of course, with the Falcon community and help people change their life. But more so the fact that it encourages me to be accountable to myself more than anything else in the entire world. Why is that? Because one discipline affects another. And if you're not switched on in other areas of your life, your trading suffers. So for me, trading is almost like the biggest accountability thing that you can do. Because if you switch off in other areas, your trading results will suffer. So it encourages me to stay just on point all the time, always developing, always growing and realizing that, well, if I start slacking in this area, then that will probably affect that and it will affect this and then it might affect my performance and then it will affect this and it might affect the community. All of these things, it holds me accountable to the highest degree. So the highest degree. So I, I fell in love with it from day one. And my reasons for it just changed. And it's now I'm more passionate than ever. I wouldn't be able to find my own patterns if I wasn't right. Only someone who's obsessed will find those type of things. So I absolutely love it. Makes complete sense. Yeah. And thinking about the, the Falcon community right now, just a question back to, to yourself. You know, I've got a lot of plans for the Falcon community that I, that I will share. But for yourself, what would you say is 
is the thing that you love about the most for uh, the Falcon community, whether it be the strategy, the community, or maybe some words of advice for the community, for people that are in this, that may be questioning themselves whether they can really do it? Well, that's a great question. So first of all, what I love about the Falcon community is it's just the togetherness. There's no competition, someone trying to outdo someone else. It's, it's all, we understand we've got common goals for training, common reasons for being here. And it's a case of let me help this person on their journey. And I love that. Um, it's, there's, there's just no right, wrong. It, everyone's just so helpful and so mm-hmm. encouraging. And energy does not lie. You can't, you walk into the room, whether it's at a conference, whether it's at a Christmas party or one of the local meetups everywhere in the world, and the energy is the same. And it it just, it's, it can't be replicated, it can't be forced, it can't be fabricated. So I'd say that's what I love about it. In terms of Falcon, the strategy, it just, it matches the strengths of my personality. So discipline, consistency, um, thinking, patience. So all of those things uh, are kind of things that I have naturally as part of my personality. And usually what happens when you're very successful at something, it naturally draws on your strengths that are already there, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why Vulcan made so much sense to me. And that's why I am very passionate about it. Trading this way, it just, I seem to, I seem to have an affinity for it. So like yourself, I open up the charts on a Saturday morning at you know six thirty in the morning to do my in-depth analysis. Love so it. I sit there with my headphones on, um, drawing patterns, analysing, removing trend lines, putting sorry, removing trend lines, putting other trend lines in, and I smile to myself and think, "Wow, I'm just doing this for a living." You you just love it. See, so it's a hard thing to explain to someone, isn't it? You know that those moments that you have, like you just love it. And it's those that are obsessed like that are the ones that it's inevitable that you'll be successful. That's the great thing. So develop the passion, develop, you know, why I started the Falcon Project in the first place. The mission for that has not changed. And as we grow and grow, people often ask me, you know, I think you've asked me before, you know, what's your plans for the next couple of years, three years, five years for Falcon? How, how do you continue to see that grow? And the, the real core of it just comes down to the same thing that I said from day one. How do I bridge the gap towards consistency for people? And that process has got better and better and better because people often ask me, how do you keep the organicness? How do you keep the togetherness? We're more together than ever before. As we've grown bigger, it's got stronger. You know, there's been bigger meetup groups that happen on a consistent basis in the Midlands, in Melbourne, all over the world, Perth. You know, these, these things are happening. They're getting stronger than ever. But what is most important to me is that how can I find more processes, efficient ways that is going to help people become consistent even quicker. And if that's in with adding more support, like we've done with the read-only channel, all of the support that's coming, extra mindset content that I'm bringing out, all of the things I just continuously add to the dashboard, add to the dashboard, that we can just continually progress as a community. And I'm, I'm obsessed with learning. I'm obsessed with the science of learning, which is what I personally believe is what where Falcon differs from the rest, is that my obsession to learn how people learn is what makes Falcon different. Because what people don't realize is that what's happening when you listen to a webinar, yes, you're listening to a webinar, but I'm catering for all different personality types. That's why I don't say things just visually. 
I'll say it in a problematic way. I'll say it in, in an audio-based way. There's so many different things that go into the content that we do across the board for the whole team. And I think that uh, people don't see that, but that's why I personally believe there's such a high ratio of success within the community for that exact reason is that it's that obsession and science behind the learning. So the things that we're focusing on in the background is just going to increase that and bridge that gap even closer. So the ratio increases and that's going to be incredible. And one thing that, I'm, that I've said from day one that we're looking to do very soon as well, which is really exciting, is investing in students. So giving them, you know, one of the biggest things that people struggle with in trading, they think, oh, I, w- I would do this, but I don't come from money and, you know, I don't have any money, so I'm just not going to do it. Well, guess what? We're going to have a pathway laid out for you. We've got so many things coming. I firmly believe Falcon is the best place for any trader that really wants to sustain this for the longer term. If you're in it for a great rich quick, then, you know, maybe not for you. If you're someone who's serious and you really want to create a great life for yourself and you're willing to be patient and you want to surround yourself with like-minded people, then perfect. Of course, we'd love to have we'd love to have you. And Courtney, I know you probably feel the same way. You probably don't even want people coming into the community yourself with the wrong mindset because it tarnishes people uh, that that you're talking to, right? Well, one bad apple can you know what one bad apple can do? It can spread through a whole office, community, um, or company. So yeah, it's right. It is a it is a worry that I do have, but I feel that the energy is at such a level where the person just wouldn't fit. Anyway, all the people who are coming with that energy. Yeah, exactly. The, 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 weak ones, the weak ones naturally drop off anyway, because it's just, you're not going to vibrate at their frequency. And if you feel uncomfortable and you feel like, ah, oh, you know, this isn't for me, it's probably because you don't have the right mindset. And that's fine. We only want people with the right mindset. And I, and I believe that we have that. We have so many incredible people in the community. And it's crazy to think that at, even at the scale we are now to be able to attract so many like-minded people. There's a reason for that. And that's you guys and girls as people like yourself, people that are willing to just go in above and beyond to actually genuinely just help someone and authentically be happy about that, that attracts other people. And then that person will go on and think, well, Courtney helped me out. He didn't need to help me out, but he just did because he wanted to. And because he's just genuine guy. Well, guess what? I'm going to help someone else out the next time they need help. And then that creates such a great synergy within the community that you're focusing on giving. And the more that you give, the more you receive. And it's not always visible straight away, but in the long run, I can promise you that. If you become a giver, you will receive more as a side effect. And I'm, I'm sure you um, you agree with that. Absolutely. Uh, I think, as it Zig Ziglar says, you, you can get anything you want in the world as long as you're helping people to get what they want. Something along those lines. Yes, yes, yes. Zig Ziglar is a a great mentor of mine from people like Jim Rohn, Brian Tracy, Zig Ziglar. I've kind of grown up around those sort of people. No, he's a great, great guy. But Courtney, honestly, it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast. I really appreciate all the things that you shared along your journey, all the little tips and things like that. And I would say from personally speaking to you today, I would say the number one thing that I took from it is that your ability to not put deadlines on you know, you're progressing and actually enjoy it. Is there anything else that you would say to finish up to maybe talk to the Falcon community that you would say that would benefit them? Yeah, there is. Uh, it's, it is, it's patience. Patience and self-awareness because you're operating in an arena where the market doesn't care, doesn't know who you are. And this is what I love about training is that if there ever was a level playing field, it, all your excuses that you ever had whether you whether you think it's because you're male, female, um, not as good looking as people, or tall, short, whatever it is, all your excuses are just completely flown out the window. So the only thing that you can change is you. So trading 
is about uh, it's about a journey within yourself because, like you say, you can't change the market. The only thing you can change is yourself. So I just encourage you to kind of just look within and see how you can develop as a person, and in turn, that will make you become a better trader on the field. Absolutely love that, Courtney. That's one of the best things I've ever heard. Level playing field, and that is true. It doesn't matter if you're tall, short you know, what race you are, it does not matter. The market doesn't care, does not give a shit, basically, who you are, what you <laughs> like, what you smell like, where you're from, does not care. All it will do is say, right, this is the market, who's going to go and have it? It's not like you're in a football team where the manager favoritizes you and the favorites get played. It's got nothing to do with that. It's literally just open, fair game. You put the work in, guess what? The pathway's laid out for you, you'll be successful. Absolutely love that. Great, great analogy. And uh, thanks for sharing that. I think that's going to give a lot of people a perspective. As always, Courtney, it's been a pleasure having you on. Look forward to having you on in the future, which I'm sure you'll be coming on in the next couple of months or so, sharing your progression. As I know you're always dedicated to progress, it'll be nice to follow that journey along the way. But appreciate it, Courtney, and look forward to chatting to you soon. Yeah, cheers. Likewise, Mark. Take care, dude. And you.